Manimal here. It's Thursday, November 30th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, we've got some free agent signings we talk about, a couple of guys that might be on the trade block and what that means for the Rangers. We've also got some Rangers news and notes from today, and we're going to talk about some Rangers awards that were given out by the team. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. Hey, and we want to thank you for making us the first listen of your day. Just in case you didn't know, the Texas Rangers are your 2023 World Series champions. That banner will be hanging in the rafters for opening day next year. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, Kevin Frazier. Don't forget to check me out on social media at Kevin Lee Frazier. That's spelled F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. Don't forget to check out Texas Rangers with the boys on social media, TX Rangers, WTB. Also, don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Well, one word. Hey. Joining me, my guest co-host, or our guest co-host, the 25-pound manimal at coming in at two and a half feet tall uh baron is with us uh does not have a social media handle nor will he for probably a, a, a very long period of time my yeah, like six eight more weeks right i mean you know we'll see we'll see but he has had offers uh barons of, of instagram yeah yeah of offers on instagram of being like a baby model um but i'm not sure if we're ready for that yet but joining me also uh also who if Instagram would have been a thing when he was a baby, could have been a baby model himself, the 300-pound animal, a.k.a. Bull. How you doing, buddy? And where can they find you on social medias? Yeah, man, it's a real shame I grew up because, man, I was a hell of a good-looking baby. Yep, that's yeah. what Mama Pro said. Or, or no one was willing to tell my mom and dad that I wasn't a good-looking baby, maybe. I don't know. That might be more more close, closer to the case. But, uh, you know, we're doing, we're doing good over here, uh, getting ready for, uh, getting ready for the uh, big wrestling show this weekend. Mm. Um, Thursday is our setup day. So we'll, we'll set up later this afternoon after we get the, the podcast all knocked out and make sure Mrs. Manimal is, uh, uh, going to be well-prepared while I'm away. Love it. Love it. Well, super pumped. If, if. Uh, they wanted to see baby pictures of you on social media. Uh, if there was a chance of that, where could they find you? Or maybe we could go back to like seven or so. Okay. Like Manimal with the blonde hair and and his grandpa. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you'd probably find those on Facebook. And, you know, I got Facebook and TikTok at uh, Bull Pro. And then Twitter slash X or just X because, I mean. Yeah. Elon hasn't sold yet. Uh, that'll be Manimal Bull and uh, Instagram Manimal 300. So whatever your favorite platform of uh, the socials are, get at me. We'll talk about these Rangers and the baseball. Well, we are scouring the baseball, the the dregs of baseball news to come up with some information. I, thought the, I think the last one is going to be fun. I, I mean, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, but probably going to turn you off real quick whenever we talk about the return of what 
they would want though. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Actually, that's probably the juiciest story of the day, but first story, which again, this is I maybe the third that I can think of pretty decent bullpen bullpen pitcher that, you know, um, has come off the board and really like with no real fanfare whatsoever, but uh, Emilio Pagan, pretty good bullpen pitcher, uh, signs with Cincinnati. Yeah, uh, this is a very Cincinnati sign too. I mean, he's the type of guy that can get outs out of the bullpen. He has moments. He has momentary lapses throughout his career on getting outs, but for the most part, overall, he's he's been an out getter his entire career over with uh, uh, Minnesota. And uh, I mean, I imagine in Cincinnati, he'll get a chance to, to, to do the same thing. And, and, you know, sub three ERA Mm -hmm. in only 70 innings of work, or I mean, in in almost 70 innings of work last year out of the bullpen, that's probably about 60 appearances or so. So, you know, pretty nice stuff from him last year. And uh, he picked a hell of a year to do it because, um, you know, being a free agent this year. Yeah, yeah, made some good money. And and really, I, I, I look at his minor league statistics and I'm going, well, what what was the what was the holdup? I mean, he was good pretty much at well, a the and, move to the, the probably the move to the bullpen got him to where he needed to be in the he big was league. Bullpen all the way. He, he didn't start. He has oh, in his entire professional career, but sub three ERA all throughout the minors had two seasons in a row at triple a where he was under three uh, striking out 85 people in 65 innings. So, I mean, um, you know, just a kind of a head scratch guy that had to wait his turn. Yeah. But a journeyman as well, like Seattle, Oakland, Tampa Bay had to do some stints in the minors for those teams. And yet um, still came right out after that in 19 with a 231 earned run average. So, um, yeah, really put himself on the map in 2019. Yeah, maybe maybe there's like a maybe he doesn't have it, like electric stuff or something like that, but he just kind of maybe a working man's guy. So out getter, out getter. Yeah. You know, you, you in, instead of focusing on what he doesn't have, he focuses on what he does have. Well, and then uh, let's segue. Use that to segue into. Uh, I would call this a little bit of a controversial signing, just given some of the information we shared. Uh, pre, uh, pre-show pre just about um, maybe some of the off-the-field stuff. But Luis Severino, definitely a talented player, uh, signs with the Mets. Yeah, well, there's two ways this is going to go for Luis Severino. It's going to either be like, oh, everybody deserves a second chance if he's good. And if he's bad, we need to get that wife beater out of here. So, uh, you know... <laughs> It's probably, you know, in his best interest to have a big year here in uh, the in the Bronx, or I mean, in the uh, in Queens, and uh, get himself back on a, a situation where people are like looking at his baseball first. So, uh, you know, I, I have no real opinion on Louis Severino as a baseball player, but uh, I have a few on him as a man, but they're not for this podcast. Yeah, and I, I really, the less publicity. The less airtime the the New York Mets can get on our 
episode, the better. If you guys, yeah, it's like, one for eight. If you're, if you're, or one for thirteen, something like that. I can't remember. I think Jason Hayward the other day was one for eight. I think this is one for thirteen. So, yeah, he moves across town. Yeah, he moves across town and stays up there in New York, where, where, like I said, if he's good. They'll tell everybody how oh they need he deserves another chance and mm-hmm. uh, but but uh, I imagine he'll hang around long enough to see himself become the 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 heel. Well, uh, if you guys hear some kind of rustling sound, so kind of a double edged sword here. I got myself a nice uh, a nice little microphone so that maybe my audio would be a little bit better, but it has a little fuzzy thing on it. And uh, when I'm holding my son, he cannot resist trying to grab the little fuzzy thing. So um, even just now, he had his thumb in his mouth, but well, like he tried to like sneak his pinky over to like like touch it. So um, I don't hear it on my end, but at the end of the day, I mean, I'll probably listen to it later tonight and be like, "Oh, Baron, come on, bro." So if you hear it, that's that's him trying to trying to get his two cents in on, on it. It's, it's, it's becoming a game right now. So, anyways, um, let's get into probably the. I guess we call this. Is this a hot stove topic? Well, yeah, because I mean, you know, we're probably going to talk to talk about it, and at the end of it, we're going to end up being like, "Oh man, that's way too expensive for what you're getting." But that's why they're available, you know. Like that's why this is a topic in general at all, is because I mean. They're going to sell high on guys like uh, the two guys that we're going to talk about right off the bat is Randy Arozarena and Logan Gilbert. Yeah, we and they both are. They both have years for sure. I think. I think Gilbert might even have five years left of 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 of, of service time for him for the um, for what Seattle is that? That's who. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's who he's with there. He twenty. I'm sorry. Say that again. Twenty twenty-eight. Yeah, twenty twenty-eight. That's a long time from now. So, um, so I guess you know. I mean, in the sense that, uh, um, in in the sense that that's a long time to own a really quality starting pitcher. Mm-hmm. I mean, the price is going to be astronomical, and you know it's going to start with either Evan Carter or Wyatt Langford, or then it, or if not either one of those guys, it's going to have to get really, really creative from there to have the pieces to bring back Logan Gilbert. Really, in my opinion, I mean, but you might be able to make some kind of deal where, you know, I don't know, maybe uh, um, uh, Leo Di Tavares. Possibly, you know, may, I mean, he might be able to uh, lead a deal that would get that to, to happening, you know, but uh, who knows? I mean, Gilbert's interesting for sure, but I mean, it, it would take a haul to get him back, especially with the years that he's got left of service time. And then a Rosarina. I oh, mean, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, 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 you go. Ready. I'm not ready for Rosarina yet. Um, I have a quick question about Gilbert. Um, why? Like, why? Why would you want to trade a number one? I mean, and maybe a potential number one, definitely like a solid number two um, 
blue chip, six foot six, big right hander. I mean, he got all these years of control on him. Seattle has signed pitching and shown that they want to compete. And what is going on here? Like, why? Why? Yeah, no, I I thought it was I thought it was weird as well. I mean, I I, I when I saw that. And, you know, a pretty reputable source that I saw. I can't remember who it is right off the top of my head. I'm thinking, man, that's something interesting. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send that over to Kevin, see what he thinks about this. And, of course, you're interested, right? But the price is going to be astronomical. I mean, there's no way it can't be. Yeah, and, and I mean, I looking at the years, looking at who he is, and I, I mean, in many ways, like, I, I could justify the price. Um, with, I imagine you could, yeah. yeah with, but. with a guy like this, I just wonder, like, there's what is it? Just, I don't know. That would be for me. That would be if I'm before I'm talking about Wyatt Langford or Evan Carter or any of that type of any of those type of type of guys. Like, I need to figure out really quickly, like, why this is going on. Like, do I need to do a like a pre a pre negotiation like physical or something here because. Just weird, man. It's just a weird thing. No, uh, but you know, if you remember correctly, I think we probably talked about it on the show. There was a, a time during the middle of the season where uh, it's Logan, right? Logan Gilbert. Uh, there was a time during the middle of the season where he went in a press conference or at his locker room interview and basically blamed the coach for him being out there in the sixth inning. Yep, I remember that. Remember that? Yeah, that, I do. that like that was too much that was like over workload for him to throw 70 pitches in the sec in the sixth inning. Mm-hmm. So that's the that may be I'm not saying it is. I have no idea because that may not mean anything. And, you know, I mean, he's still a a really quality hand Mm -hmm. in in that sense. So, um, you know, I don't know. But that could be something that sticks in Sandy or I mean, in Seattle's, uh, you know, thoughts with him. And you just really never know how it ends up. And, you know, I, I don't know that that's going to be the case, but it, it's, he's a sell high guy. I mean, yeah, I mean, talking twenty twenty eight, and the guy that I mean at this rate in baseball, five innings is is what you're looking for from a starter, and I mean he could do that. It's I guess the idea of having to do more than that. I don't know. He was probably looking for somebody else to be mad at instead of himself and that happens quite a bit whenever you're you think maybe you're young you know you think with with him it might be hey bubba um you think with him it might be like he might be kind of forcing his hand here a little bit and maybe seattle is kind of like trying to maybe keep that on the hush because if teams know logan's like forcing the hand on the trade here their leverage goes right out the door I mean, it could be, but I don't know. I mean, like Seattle doesn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it, I mean, like you said, until twenty twenty eight, it's like every year for the last three years, Corbin Burns has been a hot topic in the uh, at the uh, in the winter meetings because Milwaukee is always on the verge of you know blowing the whole damn thing up and starting over. 
And, you know, I mean, this might be the year that they do that, but, um, you know, like kind of the same thing with Seattle right now is their, their best two um, offensive producers last year in Teoscar Hernandez and Eugenio Suarez, Mm -hmm. both are gone now. Mm-hmm. I mean, unless they, I mean, unless they sign Teoscar Hernandez back, which I don't think that's ever been in their plans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't exactly know what Seattle's doing. I don't know if they're, you know, I mean, because there's if they're if they're going to sell Gilbert, it's going to be sell high. It's going to be sell way high. Mm-hmm. I mean, so it, I don't know. Interesting. I mean, but it, it would start with probably, you know, Carter. Langford, Tavares, someone like that. Well, let's move on to the next guy, Randy Rosarina. Uh, probably not nearly as valuable, uh, in my opinion, of a piece. Um, so, what what are we looking at? What what? Obviously, Tampa. You know what they're looking to do? They're looking to fleece somebody. They're looking to they're looking to rip somebody. Well, they're they're trying to get rich off of guys that they've you know made somewhat a star right like man a rosarina's a star in the game there's rich teams out there in baseball tampa bay's not one of them they did the same thing kind of a couple of years ago with blake snell and and you know sold high to san diego for a Cy young guy and kind of the same thing randy a rosarina the perennial at this point in his career all-star um, a guy that you talk about when you talk about most valuable player for in the league, maybe not, you know, this year top five, but top 15, top 20. I mean, those devil rays or D rays were really good all year long. So, uh, you know, I mean, he's, he's a really nice player. Um, you got to think that they're thinking one of those three that I talked about a minute ago with, mm-hmm. Because he's got whatever whatever amount of time Adolis Garcia has left, he has left. Well, he's got he's a 2027 free agent. Yeah, so just one year less than Gilbert. So you're talking 24, 25, 26, and 27. So four years of of a Rosarina. You know they're going to probably they're they're going to want a lot and when you know when they can't get it one place they just go on to the next place so weird because like he's a 2020 guy so good for him he's um he's consistent like consistent he's he stays healthy um slashing 264 349 443 800 ops uh yeah, that's a really good really really good baseball player yeah i just you know i don't i don't know if he's give up your top prospect. Oh, I understand. I, I a hundred percent. It's the well, idea that you don't know what that top prospect is going to do over the next four years, but now you've seen 2020, 2021, 2022, and 2023 of Randy Arena, and you know that he's pretty consistent in what he does every year. Quick. And that's where, that's where it really, like it, it comes down to whether you're looking at it and where you're like, okay, I'm not sure about this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, 
but I am sure about Randy or Rosarina. Well, the Rangers aren't really in that situation in the outfield because I think they kind of have an idea with what they have in Leody Tavares. I think they kind of have an idea what they have in, in Evan Carter. And I think that they want to believe that uh, Wyatt Langford is going to be this sensation that he looked like early in the year or, I mean, late in the year last year. So the Rangers aren't in that situation where they're guessing on prospects right now. They kind of have a couple that are like looking like they're going to be can't miss. Sure. Um, and then I, I have a quick trivia question uh, for you. What okay. statistic has Randy Arena? hopefully you can't cheat, but what, have, what statistic has Randy Arena led the league in <laughs> over the last, uh, not over the last two years, but twice in his career? What statistic has he led the league in? Baron, you know, buddy, I'm going to say like hit by pitch. Hit by pitch. Caught stealing. Oh, caught stealing. Okay. Yeah, caught stealing. So uh, there you go. So, hey, well, we're we're through our around the league in about uh, – took us half the show to get there, but that was our – Well, that was kind of how I figured it would be when we would talk – when we were talking about trade guys because that's more, you know, more things than Sorry, we got. Back here. Okay. <laughs> Mom had to come get him. He was uh, he wasn't having it. Unruly, huh? He's well, he's a manimal. You yeah. got I mean, everybody's got to first and foremost remember that he's a manimal. He's part of the uh, the manimal uh, clique. Yes. So you know he. I mean, Kevin will uh, let you know firsthand that everyone has a little manimal oh. deep down inside of them that comes out at certain times. So mm-hmm. Baron understandable being part of the, the the crew part of the click having having a uh uh you know manimal in him you know manimal moment he had a yeah place. yeah a manimal moment so anyways i mean uh speaking of manimal <laughs> moments right that's a good segue for this mm-hmm. right here um manimal i mm-hmm. will be out at martin house brewing company on friday this friday December 1st for uh, uh, the Matt Classic, which is going to be a, a tag team tournament. I saw the cup. Looks fantastic. It's going to look good with my name on it. Mm. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a good looking cup. Everybody needs to come on out, check out the wrestling show. Um, it, it's going to be a big time we're going to have a fun night. There's going to be food trucks there. There's going to be ice cream there. There's going to be beer because, well, it's at a, a brewing company. And uh, they have a very special beer right now that's called Body Slammer Brew IPA. And that thing is uh, in conjunction with us at uh, Matt War Pro, Martin House Brewing. If you, if, you, if you know anything about the craft beer they they do they were the uh, original pickle beer. They were uh, uh, they they do a bunch of fun beers and uh, come on out have some of the beers have some of the Starry's ice cream. She's gonna be out there. There's no wrong time for ice cream and we're gonna have a big time Friday in this tag team tournament. Really excited! It's gonna be a blast. We the Frasers will be out in full effect. So. Uh, come check, come check out the show. Come talk to the boys. And, and if, if you're thinking, man, it's going to be too cold, 
there is a chance that if it is too cold, we're going to just move it into the uh, into the uh, the room where uh, the wrestlers came out of at the last couple of shows. Ah, so there you go. So we have a we have a uh, backup option. A compromise, yeah. If it does, if it is in fact too cold, hopefully it'll stay warm on Friday. But if it is too cold, we can, we've got options, and we can always get back out there uh, in April when we return later on to Martin House. So let's jump into some Rangers news. Uh, first one is uh, a Ranger, kind of a minor league standout, I would say. I mean, he was he was a guy we know his name because he I think he pitched the most innings of any minor league pitcher, if I'm not mistaken, uh, yeah. last year. Uh, looks like he's a well, Rangers minor leaguer shipping out to Korea. Yeah, um, uh, Robert Duggar, who, I mean, he did some – he did pitch pretty well for the, the Round Rock Express this year, helped him to the uh, – the best record that Round Rock's ever had in their Triple A existence, and uh, you know, I mean, he he wasn't in a a position to get a major league contract, so he's going to head over to the KBO. Looks like the SSG Landers have uh, signed uh, Robert Duggar, and he's going to go over there on a one year deal, and and you know, hey, he may get it all together over there in Korea and be back next year and someone's starting rotation. Yeah, he logged 146 innings last year. <laughs> he uh, definitely, he definitely has like, uh, what do you call that? Like uh, back of the rotation type stuff. I mean, he could be, he could probably be in the back of someone's rotation, especially if he goes over to Korea, has a has himself a nice three and a quarter ERA over. 175 innings. So let's move on to our next Rangers topic here. Fan Fest on my mom's birthday. January 27th, Fan Fest. uh, Globe Life Field, the night before January 26th, they're having their awards banquet. So feel free to come on, go on out and check out either one of those events. I know tickets for Fan Fest are going on sale on December 18th. I imagine that awards banquet uh, ticket is a little more pricey than the Fan Fest one. So, you know, take your choosing, but I imagine that a Fan Fest uh, coming off the heels of a world championship is going to be pretty fun, and the Rangers are going to have everybody out there to, to – uh, to get you get you excited about spring training that'll just be oh a couple of weeks after that. Well, what what is what is Fan Fest? Like I've never been to Fan Fest. What, what well is- it's just uh you know all the guys are there signing autographs. They you know have some interviews with guys where you get to listen to them being excited about the season and then it kind of kicks off their uh their annual um events where they go to like academies and uh, dicks and places like that and, and have guys uh, show up and sign autographs in different cities that the Rangers normally wouldn't be in on in all of the time. Interesting, man, because I mean, we a great place to maybe bring out my goofy little podcast microphone that I just got and maybe get some sound bites from some of those players. Yeah, it probably would be a great time to do that. I mean, that's the place to do it, right? You're not in there. Yeah. Make some friends. Yeah, yeah. Friends. Maybe all the guys that you know. Most of the time, most of the time, it's all the guys that get there, get invited to spring training. Um, Probably in the next couple of days, 
probably today, well, after we go off the air, I mean, the Rangers will start announcing some of the non-roster invitees that they're going to uh, um, bring to spring training. So you'll start seeing that coming out here in the next couple of days. And winter meetings start uh, over the weekend, I believe. And so, you know, things will start going down when the winter meetings get together and all the agents and GMs and owners and everybody are sitting down in the 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 room together and then and free agency is about to get going really quick i mean it's crazy how in the nba like everybody signs the first day of free agency nfl like first couple of days of free agency major league baseball is like well let's wait a couple of weeks and see how things go and then Mm -hmm. we'll start having a couple of guys sign and then at the winter meetings then everything will really pick up so you know chips will really start falling after otani signs and it's been kind of a weird, wacky day for Otani and the Rangers because earlier in the day, uh, um, it was announced that the Rangers were were not still in on Shohei Otani, and then later in the day, John Heyman comes over the top of that with like, "Oh no, the Rangers are still in on Otani." So, so who knows? I mean, it's going to wait when he when he when he signs, it'll start falling. Yeah, I think. Because there's probably there's probably a good handful of teams that are in on that, and it just kind of like puts a it, you know I think once he does you're you're right it's gonna kind of we'll start to see some uh, some chips fall. So Rangers announced their players of the year. We didn't do this on purpose, did we? But no, just- no. I mean, uh, like I would say that our our topics are better, you know, like our or our <laughs> our award names are better. But they got some good ones here too, and we'll talk about those if you want to. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about those real quick. Um, just the irony of the fact that we 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 like I just we randomly decided hey let's we always do it though we always accidentally put it out right before everybody else puts their <laughs> stuff out and you know it's not like we're doing it on purpose it's just literally we don't have anything to do with sometimes. <laughs> hey, like. What we should do, this is, I swear y'all, this is literally happening live, but what we should do after we finish our uh, our deep dive into the minor league uh, levels, we should come out with another prospect list. We hadn't done that. Oh, yeah, it's definitely, that's the next thing. It's already happened. I've already got them 40 named out. <laughs> like, come on, bro. <laughs> like, I already well, got it updated. I got my fall league updates and everything in. I'm watching winter baseball after we get done. <laughs> so... Here we go. No surprises here, but uh, maybe one surprise, I might say. But player of the year, Corey Seager. Rookie of the year, Josh Young. Harold McKinney, good guy award, Nathaniel Lowe. The Richard Durrett, hardest working player, goes to Leody Tavares. Pitcher of the year, not Nate Eovaldi, not John Gray. Not Max Scherzer, not Jacob Degrom, not, uh, I mean, Dane Dunning, not Andrew Heaney. Dane Dunning is the pitcher of the year. What? what and, I, and I'm fine with that because I mean, technically, at the end of the year, even Ivaldi was only worth technically, you know, just a barely anything more than Dane Dunning if you're looking at war or if you're. Just kind of looking at stats overall. Dane was great. Dane's fine. Corey Seager's probably right. I mean, like, 
as much as you could name like a handful of guys that you could give it to, Corey was the best of those handful of guys. Um, Dane, perfect, right? I, I mean, I'm okay yep. with that. I don't have. I mean, they had pitch. You know, Ivaldi had a nice spell on the on the uh, injured list where Dane Dunning was keeping that thing rocking while while Ivaldi yep. uh, was down. Uh, rookie of the year, how could it be anyone besides Josh Young? I mean, technically, Evan Carter's got a chance at doing that again next year. And is there any better guy on the team than Nathaniel Lowe? He looks like he's always smiling. He's always having fun. He does the good stuff with the media. He does the podcast with Jared Sandler. And, I mean, he's just a, he's just an all-around good dude. And on top of that, he's the hardest worker in the room in probably every room he's be, ever been in. And, and that's exactly. good to see, too. And, and you know what, man? Leody Tavares, I don't have any problem with him being the Richard Durrett hardest working player of the, of the year. I got no problem with that, man. Leodi has come a long ways. And, you know, I mean, I know some people are hypercritical of his defense, but he's still a plus value defender, even with making mistakes. And, and it seems like when you go back and you go to baseball savant and you look at the plays that he made or didn't make, it's like, there's not a, just a ton of guys making those plays that he doesn't make. So um, what a, what a, uh, you know, a, a good group of guys to win awards this year. And, you know, probably if we were looking at it early in the year, uh, you know, we would have never guessed that Dane Dunning would be pitcher of the year. And, um, but the, the other, the other ones, we probably could have guessed them preseason and, and been pretty fairly accurate on who we thought would win them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, you can't give the Richard Durrett hardest working player of the year to Marcus Simeon all seven years he's here. Right. I mean, you, you can't. It's be, just known at this point. Yeah, it's pretty much just like every, it's like, it's like uh, you know, we, we can't give it to him every year. So I might as well give it to somebody else. One other thing, too, that if we would have said, if I would have said to you, hey, Bull, um, at the end of the year, Dane Dunning's going to be the pitcher of the year for the Rangers, the year we signed Jacob deGrom. Oh, and by the way, we're going to trade for Jordan Montgomery. Oh, and by the way, we're going to trade for Max Scherzer. Oh, and but by also, the bring in Eovaldi, bring in Andrew Heaney, Evaldi. bring back Martin Perez, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but – and and he's Dane Dunning's going to be pitcher of the year and we're going to win the World Series. You might have been like, Kev. Come on, yeah. dude, let me get some of that crack. Yeah, like Kev. So, um, you know. But I here just, we are. Here we are in yeah, November. I think it's super cool. Going, I, going in, leading in December with just gym after gym from Rangers that you never thought in your whole life would be the the, the guy. Yep. So, um, well, you know, we brought up earlier uh, that we've been doing a deep dive into our minor league system. And just in case you hadn't heard yet, we have exclusive content. It's called down on the farm with the boys, we cover all things Rangers minor league. Um, we just wrapped up high A Hickory this weekend. We're going to do down east wood ducks. So, you know, we promised it. We said we were going to do this and we are doing it. It's just $1.99 a month. And as mentioned here, we will be dropping another pros our, our top, our next 20 and our top 20 prospect lists to kind of update all of that get you up to speed with where all that's at um and you know some of these guys that you've been hearing about we're finally going to get a chance to see them uh, at spring training when they get these non-roster invites 
Um, so, you know, down the farm with the boys, you go check out our uh, website if you want to subscribe. All one word. And if you want to check I didn't out. Hear you say Texas Rangers with the boys. I was waiting on that. Yeah, screw that. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know I'm going to take the heat in the. In the, oh, yeah. in the production room afterwards, but but yeah. Okay, go to our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. There it is. And subscribe for just $1.99 a month. And go ahead and do that today. Well, I don't I don't see anything left on the run. Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, tomorrow was another day for, for the hot stove and the free agency and who knows who's going to be. Uh, made available as far as trade watches. So we'll just kind of keep our eyes to the wire over the next 24 hours when we get together and do this again. And uh, if not, we uh, had some ideas of maybe talking about Ranger under, under the radar guys that may end up being a big piece of what the Rangers do next year. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you guys uh, the old, the old, uh, Tune in tomorrow, teaser. Uh, I'm gonna come up. I got that. That was one question I had, uh, but I'm also I'll come up with at least one to two more good questions. Or ask. if you want to send me a question from okay. the from from uh, on your social media, if you want to send me uh, a question for the show tomorrow, we'll uh, we'll do that too. And if not, we'll take Kevin's questions. Yeah, if you guys have questions, send them in. If not, I will come up with a, at least two. And then we're going to put like names on the back end of them, like your, like your fans yeah. or listeners. Yeah, I'll say like, uh, yeah, like Joe Schmo at, you know, CWS, you know, Hollywood or whatever. But peace. Uh, <laughs> well, hey, thanks everybody for tuning in. We are Texas Rangers with the boys. Don't forget to check out our website or our social media, TX Rangers WTV. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. All one word. Where you can subscribe to our exclusive content for just $1.99 a month. Texas Rangers or Down the Farm with the Boys. Don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcasting platform for the 300-pound animal, for the 25-pound animal. This is your boy, Kev. We are Texas Rangers with the Boys. We are signing out.